0: hello hello
1: awesome
0: how you doing tonight i am great how are you i am doing well welcome everybody welcome 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 this is Ariel and leslie and we are here for the first episode of our podcast yay (laughs) so we're calling it dear self because this podcast is all about self Anything related to becoming a better you is what it's all about. So we decided to um, name it Dear Self. Yes. So tonight we're going to be talking about self-love, self-care, um, and a little other things in between. So we just wanted to just welcome you guys for being here with us. And um, we're so glad that you're listening. And please let your friends know. Please subscribe to the podcast. And we're just going to jump right in here. So, let's just start off talking about what self-care means to us individually. Okay. Did you want to just jump on in there, Les? Sure.
1: So, self-care is something that I do because a while ago, I was in like that hustle mentality and working, working, working myself crazy And my body literally shut down and I knew from that moment forward that self-care had to become the priority for me and could no longer be just something that I do when I have time, but it's something that I make time for no matter what. And like I said, when we did our live, like self-care is not selfish. And so for me, being true to myself like having the power to say no to a lot of things really is self-care for me because I'm the type of person where I want to help everybody and I want to do all of these things and I found myself being overwhelmed a lot trying to put too much on my plate so like my number one thing is like no I'm good (laughs) like I just can't, you know, I love you, I appreciate, you know, whatever. But sometimes I just have to stand in that no, even though I may feel bad about it sometimes. But that's how, like, that's one of the ways that I really, really care for myself. And then I also think, like, with that, it's, like, creating healthy boundaries. Um, So, for instance, in my practice, clients will call me and say, oh, well, I got to work late tonight. You know, can I come at 730 instead of 6? And normally I would be like, Oh yeah, sure. You know, I'll stay, you know, I'll wait for you. But now it's like, if I say I close Essex, I close Essex. And so creating those boundaries has been really beneficial to my self care because now I guarantee that I have time to go home and rest and prepare for the next day, have family time, you know, all of those different things. Um, So setting those boundaries, and I think Absolutely. having fun, like, I love to just be silly. And a lot of times I'm in like, just like you, <laughs> <laughs> um, a lot of times I'm in work <laughs> and I find myself being like just about the business all the time. So another way that I have been learning to care for myself is to just relax a little and do those things that I really enjoy doing. Because I, like I said, I get so caught up in work sometimes, and so now my husband and I were like, "Come on, man, right. let's play Uno," you know. Or he's been obsessing over right. getting a console, so I think we're gonna get this daggone on PlayStation. He
0: <laughs> yes, come through PlayStation. Yes. Y'all gotta come over like, here and play Xbox like, with us.
1: Are the things that I'm trying to do because I really <laughs> enjoy them, and I just have to make time for them. Yeah. So that's some of the things that I do for self-care. Just slowing down, enjoying the moment, you know, being present. And I think my biggest, oh, this is my number one self-care. Decluttering. Like, if I come into my house and it's messy, I'm losing it. So, decluttering, cleaning my space, I just feel so refreshed and so renewed when I do that. And I thank God for um the ability to have people, you know, come in and help support us with that. So we have a cleaning service that comes. And so that takes a lot of the load off of me. But even just like tidying up around the house, it makes me feel like a million bucks.
0: All right. That's awesome. I sure. need your cleaning person's info, please. please I, I want to Listen, million bucks. I've been trying to support
1: my uh, Black-owned businesses, so I found a Black-owned landscaping company, a Black-owned house cleaning company. Yes. Like, yeah. I'll send it right overseas.
0: Come <laughs> through, Black folks. Yes, come through with the services, please. Help us you. out.
1: So what do you do for self-care, Ariel? <laughs> <laughs>
0: So for me, self-care, what it actually means to me, I have to be conscious, like make a conscious effort to promote um, self-care mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually. Um, But I feel like in every season, it kind of changes for me, like depending on what space I'm in in life. So like this season of self-care, like since we've been in a pandemic and just the space that I'm in, it's been about fun. So all my self-care stuff has been mostly fun-related. Like, for example, me just, you know, making up raps by myself in the house or with my husband, just dancing it out. Like if I'm feeling some type of way, just blasting my music and literally just dancing it it all the way out. Um, Staying up late to eat my favorite snacks, like when the kids are asleep and Everybody's asleep, just having that quiet time to myself. A candlelight bath with the lights out, musical, and yes. just kind of relaxing, taking it all in. Um, but I actually create a list every week of, like, my regular tasks, and I'm very intentional about my self-care plan that I've created for myself. And I do it a lot with my clients as well. Um, but it's broken up between, like, physical, mental, emotional, mm-hmm. and spiritual. So I get up and work out four days a week. Uh, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday right now at 6 a.m. But I leave the house early to do cardio before the workout. So before I even get into the gym, I have this amazing (laughs) 10-minute car ride, sometimes with the windows down, music on, and I just can breathe. Like, it's just the most amazing 10 minutes ever at that time of morning, just, you know, vibing on my own, enjoying the music, making my way to the gym. Uh, so that's one thing I do, just trying to take care of my physical health. And it's a really good outlet for me um, as well. I'm 11 months postpartum, mm-hmm. which doesn't sound so great now. Listen. <laughs> my son is so old, so I should definitely Listen. be down in the weight. But yes, yes, indeed. So I'm on that journey, just taking care of my fitness. So that's one of my self-care mm-hmm. things that I do for myself. Um, outdoors has just become so important to me in this season of my life, just being outside and just having fresh air. I think just from being in the house for mm-hmm. such a long time, it's like now outdoors is like everything, you know? So I do take the kids out. I try to take them out every day, but that's also a part of my own self-care, just okay. being able to get out of the house. And we live in a historic home, so the walls are high and sometimes it can be dark in certain parts of the house. And I'm someone who likes light and you know sunlight and brightness and so it's good for me to just get out and get fresh air whether I'm running with the kids or just you know sitting on the step um out front and things like that so I've been definitely getting outdoor time um as far as other physical things I guess health I try to change my eating habits a little bit am I doing that great yet guys but it's it's all in my mind I'm planning it out in my head how I can do some meal prepping and some diet changes and definitely, y'all, if y'all have any food ideas for me for healthy eating, please send your yes. ideas over us. <laughs> I need some help. Yeah, <laughs> I just feel like I run out of good food ideas, but I'm definitely trying to adjust my mind to take better care of myself as far as the things that I put in my body. And then for mental health-wise, I guess I do a lot of crossword puzzles on my phone. I love things that exercise my mind. So crossword puzzles are kind of like my go-to when I have downtime just to kind of zone out for a few Um, And I I started incorporating meditation and mindfulness into Mm, my daily routine. So I do it when I'm doing certain things. Like even if the children are there, I've really developed a skill where I can just do it while I'm washing dishes. Like whether I'm focusing in on the sound of the water, you know, hitting the sink and things like that. I'm really able to kind of focus my mind in a certain space. Um, So that's been really good for me. And just, learning how to compartmentalize because I feel like there's so many hats that I wear and I'm doing so much all the time. So I've learned to really compartmentalize Mm -hmm. things in my mind just to take better care of me and not be all over the place with everything that I'm thinking about, everything that I'm feeling. Oh, my God, I got to do this. Mm -hmm. This got to get done. (laughs) That's got to get done. You know, but just being able to be like, okay, I'm not going to handle this until 7 o'clock tonight. I'm not going to think about that until Tuesday. I'm not going to really focus on that until Friday. You know, just being able to do that and giving myself permission to think about it at a later time has just been very liberating for me. And the last thing, emotionally, I do a lot of journaling. So um, journaling has just been amazing. And that's part of our Dear Self um, podcast because we'll be doing a letter at the end. And that is also to promote journaling. So journaling has just been so therapeutic, um, I do it not. Sometimes I like to write down. I like the feel of a pen or a pencil in my hand and just the sound of it hitting the paper. But there are other times if I'm out and I just feel like I need to journal, where I'll do it in my phone in my notes. And it's just been great. Like if I'm really thinking about something, it's like oh my gosh, I can't wait to journal. So journaling has been amazing. And the other big, awesome, amazing thing that I do to take care of myself is spend time oh, with yeah. my friends because my friends are so amazing and. Every time I get around them, I just get a whole another dose of, like, good energy, good vibes, you know, just being able to talk about life and different things we're experiencing that we may all be experiencing, you know, just going out to have a good time, just getting crabs, sitting around, just enjoying people. So um that's a really big thing on my list. Like, I do it at least once a month, but most of the time okay. it's more than that. Um, but it really is part of my own self-care, even though it's with other people. But it's just what I feel yeah. like I need. Um, just spending that time, quality time with my friends. So those are pretty much the majority of my self care things that I do um consistently. And of course I switch it up with other things. Yeah. That
1: is dope. I was gonna say, um, when you mentioned about the light in your house, um, have you tried light therapy? I
0: haven't. I think one of my friends is doing a training for it right now. She was telling me a little bit about it, but I've never tried it myself. Okay. No.
1: I'm going to, uh, maybe we can do an episode about it. Um, but I want to share some, yep. <laughs> some uh, light therapy recommendations for you because um, different colors help to change the energy in your body. So it can help create the mood that you're looking for. So if you're feeling down, or if you feel like your room is dark, then you can, like, add some yellows or some oranges and different things like that to help create the mood that you're trying to achieve.
0: That's dope. yeah. So, yeah, so great. Yeah, girl. <laughs> I'll take more
1: info for 100, right. please. <laughs> and I'm going to need to get on y'all workout routine, too, because I have not been moving. <laughs> I have not been doing
0: Oh yes, please join us. And it's such a nice group that we work out with. So it's pretty, it's pretty awesome. Once you get past the waking up early stuff, but you kind of get it done for the day. So you can kind of shift and move on with the day. So I feel like once you're in more of a habit of doing it, um, then it works better. And then you have to start off with what works for you that's realistic and reasonable. So I started off initially with like 30 minutes of cardio at home. Okay. Um, on the treadmill and then i would try to do it at least three times a week then i kind of increased it just to kind of get myself you know just kind of in back in the swing and then i slowly started incorporating um classes and things like that um, but even in those classes you have to pace yourself and do what you can do because everybody's at different fitness levels so like zumba is my um, yeah.
1: i can do zumba all day every day
0: right <laughs> that's
1: my thing it- if I get my butt above this couch, I could do some Zumba.
0: <laughs> now, I'm not going to get on the treadmill, fun. but
1: I I can do Zumba.
0: Yeah, Zumba's pretty fun, though. Zumba's awesome. I think I'm just, like, right now I'm trying to tone. Well, I'm trying to do some weight loss, and I'm also trying to tone. Okay. Um, so, for me, I'm trying to do more, like, strength training, conditioning, and things like that for my body. But any type of fitness, as long as you're moving Zumba, you know what I'm saying? If that's what works, go for it. Step aerobics you know high intensity training whatever works so let's just move
1: so let's switch to what do you think are some self-care tips for women who are like us we're moms we're wives we're entrepreneurs Uh, we have so many hats that we wear like what is a tip for people that are in our similar situation
0: The biggest thing I would say is just finding a balance and really, really honing in on things that are important to you that make you feel good, but within the busyness of your life, just kind of carving out space for things, even if it's like the smallest moment, like I was saying, a quick car ride or, you know what I'm saying, that walk down to the laundry room where you're alone but so just being intentional about those moments to just take time for yourself, of course, doing bigger things later, like going to get a massage or whatever's yes, realistic for you. <laughs> <laughs> Go to Leslie, get y'all a massage, okay? Come on, okay. <laughs> Actually meet one girl. <laughs> oh, anytime, but oh, come on.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, so, you know, just doing those things that work for you because in different spaces of life, like I was saying, self-care kind of changes. Just depending on where you are, what you're doing, you got single moms who may not have help with the children to just get out and do stuff for themselves, you know what I'm saying, like on their own, oh, let me go get somebody to take the kids, I am going with my girls. They may not have that ability. So, you know, you could do something in the house. You can have a late night candlelight bath. You can cook yourself a good meal. You know, you can journal. You can do different things. Eventually, obviously, hopefully you'll be able to do more, but you got to start where you are. And be realistic with your life and what you have going on. But be intentional about making time for yourself no matter what. You know, aromatherapy, taking time outside, you know, buying yourself flowers every week or every other week. You know, just calming noises, having soft music on. Um Adult coloring books are another awesome, awesome one. oh yeah,
1: um
0: adult coloring books are amazing. If you haven't tried it, please get in where you fit in and try it because it is so relaxing, so therapeutic um so yeah, that's great. You can find things with your five senses if you want, like sight touch, sound, smell, and taste, so mm-hmm. just find things in those different areas, maybe like one or two of each, you know what I'm saying. Um, and find those things to kind of work into your self-care routines. Um, essential oils, aromatherapy, is just good, you know, peppermint, lavender, they do different things to chemicals in the brain and all that good stuff we'll probably get into in another episode, but it's really good to just surround yourself around things that make you feel good, music, you know, smells, colors like we were just talking about. But whatever works for you in the space that you're in, in your life, because everybody's self-care is going to look different. But the goal is that we're all taking steps to make sure that we're taking care of self, no matter what space our lives are in. Because even if you don't have a lot of money or even if you don't have a lot of support, like if you have children or you're working three jobs, there's still little things that you can do to carve out that time and space for yourself.
1: Yeah, that's good, Ariel. That's really good. I would say for me, um, if I could encourage the wives, the moms, the entrepreneurs, um, something that really benefited our family was enrolling everybody in the vision. So what I mean by that is my husband is on board with what my goals are and I'm on board with what his goals are. And we've enrolled our family to be supportive in that. So on the days that I have to work, I'm able to allow our son to go with, you know, that set of grandparents. Uh, We just moved our mom into our house. So she's here as a support. So if I have a last minute client or I need to run errands or something, she's here. So everybody knows what the goal is and what the vision is. And so that really makes the job or the goal that much easier when you have that support surrounding you um so if you have children that are old enough to comprehend what's going on let them know you know hey mommy is going to be trying to strive for this goal and so what i need you to help me do is you know have your homework done by this time and you know come help me prepare dinner or something like that so that they feel included in it and that they're not just being dragged along for your ride, but they're a part of the ride or the journey with you. That has been so, so beneficial to us. Like oh, everybody yeah, knows amazing. what we're trying to achieve. And so everybody puts that, you know, on their list as well. And we all work to achieve it together. So you're not an island. Like you literally have to use
0: your village <laughs> to help right. you get Absolutely. And that's another self-care thing, too, just not being afraid to utilize the resources around you, the people around you who can help you. You know, like if you do need help with the kids that day or you do have an extra client, like if you have someone around that can support you,
1: don't try Mm -hmm. to do everything
0: yourself. Love yourself enough to ask for help when you need the help and um, to utilize the resources and the people that are around you. But yeah, yeah, that's amazing. That's awesome.
1: Thanks, Carol. (laughs) All right. So what about, okay, this is good. So everybody that I know is dealing with a very different virtual
0: learning experience. Oh, my goodness. Everybody I don't see.
1: (laughs) So let's help them out a little bit. Let's give some self-care tips to the parents, to the teachers, to the children who are dealing with such a crazy experience right now.
0: All right, right. So, yes, we all know that virtual learning is or has been a headache for most people. But um, I think the beauty of it is that everybody's, most people are doing their best to navigate through it uh-huh. and to just kind of make it work. But for all people on all sides, like teachers, children, parents, just try to remember that everyone's navigating through it, everyone's learning, and that it's a major change for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, an issue that I've been running into lately is just a lot of parents getting really frustrated with young people um, just because they're not focusing the way the parents feel like they should be. Or they're deviating from the screen, turning their video off, playing a video game on the sidelines, or just doing things outside of what's expected or what you would be doing if you were in school. But
1: I mean, can you blame them though?
0: Exactly. So I'm right. right, So I'm kind of in the middle. Like, like I've been telling all of my families, you know, for especially parents, just try to empathize with the child and with the children, just about where they are. Number one. They're going from a classroom setting of 25 to 30 children and one teacher and possibly a teacher's aide to now being at home with a parent hovering, no students, and staring at a screen for a number of hours with the expectation that they're literally going to sit and focus. And it's hard enough to focus in class, but to really be in front of a screen and you're trying to engage, but it's not as much engagement as it would be if you were in a classroom setting. So it's very different and very challenging for a lot of people. But I've been encouraging parents to try to empathize and look at it from their perspective and just feel that change that they're experiencing and to pick and choose the battles when it comes to, oh, I saw you side, you're turning around, you're not paying attention, sit up at that computer, put your back straight. You know, some parents, it's like, okay, you got to pick and choose the battles. If they turn away for a couple seconds, you know what I'm saying, or they walk away to go get some snacks or you know you came in and they were on a video game find a nice healthy way to redirect don't make it a whole thing because then that can distract them from what they're supposed to be doing with school anyway even more than they're already distracted so yes you want to have guidelines and you want to have boundaries and you want to set the tone for what the expectation is but you still have to be realistic with your child because some children have adhd some children have a really hard time just focusing and sitting still some children are already not into school, and not being in class with other peers makes it even harder for them. So every child, every student has a different set of issues that they're working through. So as a parent, it's just important to kind of sit with, sit with it for a while, really think about it, and think about the best ways to help your child. Because I've also been hearing parents say, it's too many breaks during the day. You know, first you want them sitting, now y'all mad because it's a lot of breaks. So if you think it's a lot of breaks, my suggestion is to create a schedule within a schedule. So if you know they break at certain times, then say, okay, for this break, you can use this for snacks. You can use this break to go outside. You can use this break for blah, 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 whatever it is that you decide. But so that you're creating an expectation or giving them options of what they're able to do versus being upset when they're on break playing a video game. Right. Cool, you wouldn't be playing a video game, but they're not at school. They're at home in their space. Right. with their stuff you okay. know so just kind of putting that in perspective and kind of laying out the expectations but also leaving enough room for them to have some level of independence and some level of freedom just to kind of become more responsible but also being present enough where you're there but not to the point where it's like suffocating right if that makes sense
1: yeah absolutely and I think like if you're an adult that works from home It's kind of the same. So my self-care advice would be once you've ended the day, the school day and the work day, like celebrate that. Like what did we accomplish? Okay, maybe today wasn't the best day, but we got through it and then let that be the end of that, like move on. So that way you, you simulate a separation of space, even though you're technically in the same space. But you make a clear distinction between school is over, work is over, and now we're home for family time, just as if you would have been at the office or they would have been at the school, like create that boundary for yourself. So that way you're not dragging it through your whole day and every day seems the same and mundane. And I think just really honoring the fact that you're in the middle of a pandemic and you're getting it done is something that we all need to do like celebrate yourself honor yourself dance it out y'all dance dance it it. out
0: like i told you
1: so they should have a (laughs) dance-off
0: yes please family dance-off yes or a a battle rap about the day like come on y'all get it please
1: something that says now is fun time you know stuff I think that would be a really good tip okay so let's talk about the pandemic then let's talk about how are we caring for ourselves in the middle of a pandemic like this is real life not like all our 2020 is pandemic like how are we coping right now what are some self-care tips for us
0: yeah that's a good one so (laughs) For me personally, the biggest self-care thing that I've been doing, because I've been doing a lot of stuff because I have so much more time I feel like to do, but the biggest thing I've been doing is unplugging Mm, from social media and from the news and just all of that stuff because it's been so much stuff. First of all, it's the pandemic itself and just the fear that comes with, you know, COVID and just being exposed to it, people dying, losing their lives, you know, all that stuff. But then all the other issues that have been happening while we've been in the pandemic, um, I've just really had to unplug for a while just to refocus. So I find myself doing it probably at least two to three times a week where I'm just like, okay, I'm not going to get on for the rest of the day. Or I just jump on and post that I'm not going to look at anything and stuff like that because it's so necessary mental health wise. And it just depends on who you are, where you are. Um, at times in my life, I have struggled with anxiety so – I know myself, and I know that sometimes when I'm in certain spaces, it's just not wisdom to open myself up to certain things. So there are times where I'm like, okay, shutting this off. So with the pandemic, it's like, oh, my goodness, people are dying. I saw, like, one week on my feed, like, I literally had Facebook friends that had lost grandparents, you know, sisters. Like, all at the same time, everybody's family members are just gone. And then you have people on there who just don't believe that, you know, this is real, and that it's the government doing stuff, and it's like, okay, I'm not going to go the back and <laughs> forth on, you know, this type of stuff with you. That's what, you know, more power to you, but please be safe anyway, you know, but for me, it's like just stepping back and not really focusing on it, because whatever you put your focus on, is going to grow, 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 so for me, it's like I know these things are happening, and yes, I'm praying about them, and, you know, really asking God for peace for myself, but I'm not going to continue to throw myself into it you know what i'm saying and get myself all worked up about what's happening you know so that's been a major 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 mm-hmm. um self-care thing for me during the pandemic
1: i absolutely feel you on that and i'm gonna take your yeah. advice and start dancing it out a little bit more because
0: yes need- girl <laughs> we could do some zoom dancing yes girl we could just Get on,
1: hey, I need you to go ahead and just set this up tonight, okay? I need to start
0: today. Okay, girl. But I think, Anytime, I'm ready to but dance. But the reason
1: why I said that is because one of the greatest things that this pandemic has allowed me to do is to slow down and listen to my body. So when oh, I was yeah. talking about like being crazy busy and you know in the hustle mode, being forced to sit and slow down. I have no choice but to say, oh, you know what? This aches or, you know, this feels tense or so whatever the situation is. So now I have the time to slow down right. and have the awareness of what's going on in my body. And like if I'm tired, I will take a nap. I can, I probably haven't taken naps in 10 years. But now, because sure, I can't tell you
0: the journey, last time I took girl, one. Exactly. But now,
1: because of the pandemic, I'm able to say, you know what, my body needs more rest. Let me acknowledge that. And I will go and take a nap. Or, you know, I've been a certain way trying to pick up the baby or whatever. And I'm like, oh, that's a little tight right there. So I can sit in the floor and do stretches. Like, I never did that before. And I'm like, self-care guru. But I'm all right. I'm helping everybody Something. else. I wasn't doing it for myself so now I get to honor myself and my body and my spirit and when I feel I need to be recharged or energized in any area, I now allow for that and like I said in the beginning, it will now be the priority. It won't be what's left over. It's gonna be what comes first. So
0: that's, that's what so I've good. been doing girl. That's awesome. I guess another thing, too, is like spiritual self-care. I think I talked about mental, emotional, and physical, but the spiritual aspect, just praying, you know, reading the word, different meditations, scriptures, things like that is another self-care um, thing, which obviously benefits everything um, in your life. But as far as the pandemic, I guess my other self-care things that I've been doing, aside from um, my dancing it out, my rap you know what I'm saying my car rides (laughs) (laughs) Um, I've also been reconnecting and like strengthening relationships and friendships so I feel like time calls and really just being able to see a person's face and feel that vibe and read the body language which is so different because before I found myself text messaging a whole lot and doing some phone calls but it's been a lot more FaceTime and just a lot more um, one-on-one connection with people. And that's been really, really good. And even with um, my husband and I, as family, we started a Bible study or like a Sunday service we do on Zoom every week. And it's just been so amazing because it's like all the family on there and my husband brings the message and then we literally have like discussion about it afterwards. Like sometimes we have questions. Or sometimes we'll just talk about our experiences and what we've been through. But it's just been so liberating and just so awesome to just have that connection with family and sometimes our friends on. So family and friends. So I feel like relationships and connections have also been um, yeah. strengthened during this time, which is another way to benefit yourself, you know, being around people and, you know, making sure you're maintaining that connection with people. Even if you don't want to be around them physically because you're still, you know, concerned about, you know, COVID and social distancing and all that stuff. Finding ways to stay connected with people, whatever that looks like for your mm-hmm. friends or for your family, you know, find That a is way so good. That.
1: That's awesome. I love that idea. So I yeah. just recently um, expressed to my husband that I want to start hosting church here um, on Sundays. So, you know, right now, because of the pandemic, we're watching our pastor on Facebook. And I'm like, there right. are at least three or four people, because, you know, we can't, you know, do it big. But there are at least three or four people that I know that don't have a church home. So I want them to come over mm-hmm. and watch it with us. And he was like, oh, yeah. And, That's said, awesome. dope. and my husband loves to cook. So I'm like, yeah, we could do like a little brunch. We could watch the word on Facebook and then we could have a discussion about you know, what we just had. So that sounds very similar to what y'all are already doing. That is so dope.
0: That's so amazing. It's all about getting creative, like really finding those creative juices and just doing things that work because obviously we don't like the fact that we're in the pandemic, but I feel like it's brought light and awareness to a lot of things. And there are so many things that also can be done virtually. So people are doing virtual girls' nights, you know, virtual birthday parties, virtual everything. So you still have the opportunity to stay connected. Like, I can't even imagine being in a pandemic without having, you know, social media or internet or our phones and just all the things that we have to help us stay connected to other people. Um, and just to also find inspiration, like watching church online and stuff like that. We're just still able to stay connected to um, our church family and to the word and things like that. So, that's another, you know, mm-hmm. another awesome, awesome oh. thing that's come out Girl, of Girl, this was so good. Totally. I'm so excited. <laughs> yes, guys. So please, 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 I'm gonna give you a last some last self care okay. tools, but please, please, please send in your questions or topics and things you want us to discuss. Um, we got a few in on social media, but please send them in to us so that we can add the topics to our list. Um, self care and self love was one that was sent in. So we went ahead and text this yeah. one first, but It'll be a versatile amount of different topics that will be discussed about all different things, all different aspects of life, and it's for everybody, anybody who wants to jump in and just kind of hear something, or even if you hear something that's not directly for you, then you can take it and share it with somebody else. Um, so we're all about self-everything, self-love, self self-everything. So please tune in again to our next one. I guess we can give you guys some of our favorite self-care tools um, that we didn't already share, if there's anything left. And then I'm going to do a letter, like we talked about, from the journaling aspect, a letter to self. So did you have any other self-care tools you want us to share that we didn't already kind of throw out there? Um, I
1: think you touched on it a little bit, but the deep breathing and the mindfulness is a really, really big part of what I do as well, just slowing down to honor your breath and i am an advocate of essential oils um you were talking about using your five senses and essential oils Mm -hmm. is one of the greatest ways to change your mood to really tap into that emotional space um giving yourself an energy boost or if you're in need of love you can use a little bit of joy, whatever it may be. I mean, I have oils that when I go into prayer, I like to use. Or if I get a cut on my arm, I'll use a different oil for that. So there's just so many uses for it. But self-care is the main reason, like really just slowing down, taking deep breaths and then filling your environment with something that lifts and boosts you is nothing like it. Yeah. yeah it's nothing like it.
0: So that's what I awesome. Think. Awesome. Thank you for that tip. I need to stock up on my essential oils. I'm starting to run low actually. So <laughs> <laughs> thank you for that reminder. And I'm gonna close out with the letter. So After the letter, we're going to go ahead and end, but we hope to hear from you guys with topics and things like that. And, again, thank you for joining us.
1: Thank you, guys.
0: Dear self, I know we are in the middle of a pandemic, and life and still going. Children need to be fed, food needs to be cooked, money needs to be made, and laundry washed. I know that you wear so many hats, mother, wife, friend, business owner, therapist, and so many more. While all of these roles are ever so important, taking care of self is essential and has to be priority. Now, finding this time can be hard, but it's not impossible. Get creative with your self-care. Make time for that late night candlelight bath. Once the house is quiet, get up early for that AM workout before the sounds of children's feet and giggles. Enjoy that car ride with the windows down music blaring, and just feel the wind hitting your face. Sit still and be present with yourself, feeling your breath going in and out of your lungs. Feel your hands around that coffee cup and enjoy the smell of fresh coffee. Find ways to relax. Take care of self, even in the smallest moments. Self, you are worth it. Worth every extra hour of sleep. Worth saying no to things that simply don't work for you worth asking for what you need, worth putting yourself first, worth spending time alone, and worth every bit of self-love and